relationship. And in a relationship, we got to, to be the, with both sides. And uh, in the, uh, I want to talk today about, you know, I'm a, I believe in the recovery is one of my favorite words. And, and, and I use a lot of the studies from the recovery Bible. And the recovery a Bible commentary of what I'm going to talk about, recovery cannot begin until we admit that our lives are unchangeable and that we are powerless over our circumstances. That's just real. The reason most people don't get healed, they can't admit that they're sick. Do you understand me? Healing becomes when we admit that we are powerless over our circumstance. Some people live and die in the midst of their circumstance because they can't admit that they're powerless over those circumstances, so they spend a lifetime trying to fix it. Do you understand what I'm talking about? You can't fix your life. You can put your life in a fix, but you can't fix your life. Do you understand what I'm talking about? But only God can fix it, but he doesn't fix it until we admit that we need him to come in and help us through our circumstances and situations, no matter what those circumstances and situations are. It's kind of the things that's going on in this country right now. We're going to have to admit we split right down the middle. It is one of the things, it just bothers me when I see all of this racial stuff going on in 2017. Do you understand what I'm saying? We're just going to have to admit, we need to do some work here, not in China, not in Russia. We need to do some work here in the United States of America. And it starts in the body of Christ. You see, it is a, it is a wonderful thing. And one, I love it when I see some of you driving so far to come here because the church needs to be more integrated. Come on here. The churches should be the first example that people can look at and see that people of all kinds, huh, can, can live together. Are y'all with me? That we can live together. Yeah, see, there ain't no little use in big eyes and big eyes and little use. We in this thing together. And, we are, and if we in this thing together and we in partnership with God, you can't love him and not love your neighbor and be a Christian. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so what we have to do is admit that. The apostle reminds us that God is a, a sovereign over all the details of our lives. God is there. God has a special plan for each one of us. You here for a reason bigger than what your parents thought you were and bigger than what you thought you were. You are here for, once you get saved, you are here for a reason. Do you all understand me? And so what we want to do is, remember a while back I'd done God purpose? People try to find their purpose. No, you need to find your God purpose. See, this thing is bigger than the sanctuary. Most people think the church is, is, is in the sanctuary. No, no, this is bigger than the sanctuary. It's, it's in the world. It's your neighborhood, right? We're bigger than that. And God has given us things to, to equip us to make this a better place. But it has to start, first of all, with admitting that you have a situation or a problem or a circumstance. And sometimes the old folks used to say, you all heard it, let go and let God. Remember that? Sometimes you need to let it go and let God work in your life because you don't have the power. You are powerless over your circumstance. Does that make sense? You see, some people try to, have you ever tried to make somebody love you? We talked about that last week, right? You power so how somebody feels about you. Huh? But if you know the true God loves you and you love yourself, that'll make it. And then he'll send some people to love you and care about you, right? And that's what the body of Christ is about. And so what we, I don't know where I stopped that. You got it? Uh, so what, what we're going to talk about today is we need to come together in Christ. 
I think that's what the scripture was about. We got to come together in Christ, folks. We need to quit just shaking it off. No, we got some problems here, and we need to get that fixed. And the only way we can fix it is, uh, is understand we are powerless over our circumstances. You can't, but God is not. God is not. The change is going to come when men and women admit that they have some issues in their lives and allow God to come in and fix it. Do you understand me? They're talking about now there's a new drug. I can't think of what it is. It's going crazy. And they want the president to write something and all this stuff about they're selling. Drugs are always going to be here. But we have, yes, there's always going to be something that will bring you down. You have to look at that and know, I can't do that because I'm powerless over that. That circumstance is too big for me. God helped me. You with me? God helped me to overcome this appetite for this circumstance or situation that's going to destroy my life. Are you with me? God has a special plan for each of us, and that unchanging plan includes adopting us into his family. We adopted into his family. Do you all know what we all, sitting in here right now, we all different colors, groups, ethnic groups, all this stuff going there, male, female, you know, listen to me. We've got to start respecting God's creation. You know what God's creation is? That person sitting next to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, and, and we adopted into his family. If we adopted into his family, then he is, the, he is the head of his family. Are you with me? We adopted in God's family. What a pleasure that is to know that God is my father, that I can call him Abba Father, Right? That we all have the same biological, excuse me, we all have the same spiritual father. And so that means we have a new DNA. And this new DNA, love thy neighbors thyself. Are you with me? That this new DNA, if you have this new DNA, you can't help but raise your hand when you hear a song like we just heard. I mean, this makes you feel good because you understand that. There is a body, and it's the body of Christ. And there's some other people like you. There's one place that you ought to be able to go and feel secure is the church. Because the church is full of broken people who are looking for healing. And they're not looking for, they're looking for, they've tried everything else. And so they come to the church to get their healing through Christ Jesus, right? And we, some of us, as last, next week's message will help, we are already, we are the ones that's ready to be the, some of us are the medication for somebody else. Do you understand that? Do you really understand that? You need to come next week. The message is already ready to go and tell you your part. Oh, yes, yeah, we, can, we can do it today, you see? Yeah. So I told uh, Heather puts all this together, and she, I called her last night and said, this is what I'm speaking on next week. She said, you ain't even spoke on this week yet. Well, I said, but we're ready to go because we're sincere over here at Christ Temple North about our faith and about our belief. We, we're tired of playing games, right? It's time for us to be real. We have come to a point, we, like most of us, have admitted that we are powerless over our circumstances. We got to go to church. We, we got to meditate and pray. Huh? We got to be prayed for. All right, here we go. We have already realized that doing things our way leads to painful consequences. And we know that. Doing things our way always leads to painful consequences. Many of you in here understand that. The most pain you ever suffered, you afflicted on yourself. You see, so, well, so-and-so done this to me, but you put that so-and-so in the position to do it to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, but here we want to be, but hey, the spirit of wisdom will tell us who to put in, what to put in, where to put in, how, and who to kick out. 
All right? Sometimes I have to kick out my own thoughts. All right? With this in mind, we can be motivated to submit to God's perfect will for our lives. See, we, we, with this in mind, we can be motivated for God's perfect will in our lives. God has a perfect will in your life. Quit talking about nobody's perfect. Yes, you are. If once you get in his will, you're perfect because he has a perfect will in your life, right? And, 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 and we are striving for perfection, yes, but God's will is perfect. Each one of you, don't walk out. When you walk out of this church, get your head up. You're here for a reason. Say that. I am here for a reason. Yeah, God has put, God has put you here for, for a reason. And his perfect will is in life. And, and it should excite you to know that God thought enough of you. Now, I want you all to hear me. Look, look, look right in my mouth. It should excite you that God has a perfect will for your life. You ought to be excited about that. That, that your self-worth, look at me, is not determined by what somebody else says about you. Your self-worth is on him, and he has a perfect will for your life. You ain't here this morning because you wanted to be here. You're here this morning because the Holy Spirit motivated you. You thought you was here because of another reason. You're here to hear the pastor, the preacher, the teacher to tell you God's got something bigger than you for your life. And you need to find God's perfect will for your life. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And many, can I go on? I'm going on and say yes because I'm doing it anyway. But you see, and many of you have gotten tangled up. Do you know why you got tangled up? Because Satan knew what God's purpose was for you in your life, and he didn't want you to do it, so he done everything he could to stop you from getting to where God would have you to be. Are you with me? You understand that? Some of you in here have a powerful, listen, ministry is not in the church. Ministry is outside the church. And Satan knew the damage that some of you would do if you would get saved, get delivered, get saved, yes, healed, and a higher learning, and go out and do some good stuff. He knew some of you could do some damage in here. So he done everything he could to get you to think, no, this is, what, this is your will. Some of you followed somebody else's will. Followed your will. But see, God, somebody else's will is not perfect. Yours is not perfect. I'm here to tell you, God has a perfect will for you this morning. He has something bigger than you could ever imagine. If it wasn't so, it wouldn't be in here. Do you understand? You see, let me tell you something. Anybody know what bullying is? You can't bully somebody that's walking in God's perfect will. Because they could care less about what you say. Right? I may be ugly, but I'm in God's will. I may be overweight, but I'm in God's will. I may not look like you, but I'm in God's will. See, as long as I'm in God's will, I'm satisfied with that. Because guess what? His benefits are more than yours. Huh? That's how you got to do it. You see? See, some people call some folks with my personality, they call us arrogant and self-centered and all this. No, it's called God-centered and accepting God's perfect will in my life and know that he has the power to back it up once he gives me gifts, talents, and abilities. All I got to do is follow the Holy Spirit, and if you follow the Holy Spirit, you can't lose. There used to be a preacher years ago used to say, with the stuff I use, you can't, I can't lose. Well, with the stuff God has put in you, you can't lose. Get out of the mirror. Get in his mirror. Huh? 
Are we doing all right? Yeah, let's keep going. God wants only what is best for us. God wants only what is best for us. I may not get through the commentary. God wants what's only best for us. It is always God's will for us to find a new life in him. That's God's will. God wants you to find a new life in him. If you're not satisfied with the way you're living, you can have a new life in him. He ain't talking about change and making an old life nothing. Get rid of that. He's talking about giving you a new life. And you can get that in the moment of a twinkling of an eye as when you submit to him. You see some, if you tired, people tell me all the time, I'm tired of the way I'm living. Well, quit living that way. So, right? God's got a new life for you. He's got something special for you. He wants you to see, wait, once you have that new life, you see yourself different and you see other people different. And you see your circumstance different. You see, when I have a circumstance you know, that I can't handle, you and I say, God, you got an issue. Yes, that's his circumstance. That ain't mine. Amen? All right, here we go. We're still with the commentary. So, hey, y'all liking it? Say, take your time, Pastor. Some of y'all came out to Baptist Church. You know the deal. Come on. <laughs> some of us may wonder how we can know God's will for our yeah, life. And some people are wondering how can they know God's will for their life? I mean, that's the question. How can we know God's will for our life? Here we go. While there are details we may never know in advance, God's word points us in the right direction. Go to, go to God's word. There are some details in your life that you don't know. You get confused with it. But the word of God, okay, will tell you his will. First of all, it, tell, it tells us that we adopted sons and daughters in his family. Now, if you're in the family of God, then you inherit the blessings of God. Y'all with me? All right. God desires many things for all of us, and these are revealed in Scripture. And these are revealed in Scripture. Jesus Christ told us that, that he gave us the power of attorney to use his name, and dem demons tremble at the name of Jesus. So you ought to be using it. Demons ought to be flying out of your life because you have the power of attorney. A demon can't mess with you and let you let him in. The Bible tells us when Master Jesus was teaching in a parable, he says a, a, a strong man cannot enter a man's house unless he first of all binds the man. Well, he can't bind you if you're in his will. He can't bind you if you're using the power of attorney of the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He's got to flee. That's scripture, folks. So if he's messing with, if Satan is in your house, you let him in. Do you understand what I'm saying? But you got the power to kick him out. All right? God wants us to experience an intimate relationship with him. God wants Christ. us to experience an intimate relationship with him. I'm in the Father and the Father's in me. If you abide in me, you abide in the Father and the Son also. That's where we're at. You, we're in a relationship with God. You know, people talk about I'm lonely. How can you be lonely? Not if you not child of God because he's there with you. Right? Yeah, you see, and, and some of us are smart enough to know that not only, see, I always have three people with me. I'm never by my, if you ever see me, don't try to see them, try to look, because you look funny trying to find them. But I, I'm never alone. I always have three people walking with me all the time, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So how in the world can I be alone? How in the world can I be insecure? I've got good company. If you're walking in good company, huh? Come on here. If you're walking in good company, you ought to be smiling. Sometimes you ought to be smiling and catch yourself, because nobody you be looking around, because you're smiling. You're smiling because you've got good company, and you're in 
in good company. Do you understand me? Because I'm adopted into the royal family of God. We just, we're going to read these scriptures. We have an intimate relationship with him. And in an intimate, intimate relationship with him, he's with us all the time. You can't leave him. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. You can't leave him. He's going to be there. When you are wrong, you can't leave him. He's still going to love you. He's still going to be right there with you. Because God is a God of chances. And he will keep giving you the chances until he wins you over. That's one thing I like about him. Some of us, that's why some of you always wonder, why does God pick people like me to talk about the ministry? People that came from that other place. Do you understand? Because we are so grateful. We knew how dirty we were when he reached down and picked us up and cleansed us up through the power of the Holy Spirit. And when we, we know how lonely we were. we were. We were so lonely, we were trying everything else, everybody and everything else to keep company. But once we found him, we didn't do that no more. Holy Ghost, Father, Son, all the time. I talk to him all the time. Yes, and tell him I love him now. I've learned that now. He wants, I like to massage his ego. And he, he does the same thing to me. Do you understand? So I don't want to hear anybody in Christ Temple North ever tell me they lonely. Have you lost your mind? You see, if you, you can't be lonely. First of all, Father, Son, Holy Ghost is with you. And if you adopted into the family, it didn't say one person. It said adopted into the what? Family. There's a whole bunch of people in the what? Family. So you can't be alone. Okay. In this relationship, God will delight in us and we will praise him in return. God's, God, is, God will delight us and we will what? Praise him We're going to praise him. You, are you here this morning? You walk here this morning, got in your car, most of you looking good this morning. You ought to praise God this morning. You ought to praise God this morning. Right, right. See, 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 and if you're smart, I said most of them, you see, are looking good. If you're really smart and you heard what I said, he said it must be one of mother because I'm looking good this morning up in here, right? You, you see what I'm saying? That's how it's supposed to be. That was a challenge for you. I said most of you, because all of you don't agree, and all of you haven't accept what I just said. But if you agree and accept what I just have, you can't be, you are happy to be who you are, where you are, what you are, and about what you're about. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right? This is an amazing truth. This is an amazing truth. God wants to have a close relationship with us no matter who we are or what we have done. God wants to have a good relationship with us no matter who we are or what we have done. White, black, Hispanic, straight, gay, yes. All people, God wants us. Even drug addict, alcoholic, yes. Huh? Come on here with me. You see, dementia, whatever we are, God says, I want a relationship with you. People we don't understand, he can understand. People that we're turning away from, God is saying, I want a relationship with them. And when you become a God person, you want a relationship with the very people that the church is trying to turn out. The church should be a place where anybody can come to and accept Jesus Christ as a personal Lord and Savior, allow the Holy Spirit to come into their life and work in their life and to give them the beauty of life and to give them a new life because that God has prepared for them. Do you understand me? And guess what? He didn't ask none of us who could come up in here. He didn't ask us our advice. Huh? You don't get it. Because of what God has done for us through Jesus Christ, 
we can praise him and share the good news with the others in need. And see what, Je what Jesus Christ has done for DJ. He shares it all the time. He gets up here and says, I'm an addict. My name is DJ and I'm an addict. Doesn't he say that? And you feel comfortable because you may not be an addict, but you, you got some sin someplace. You got some addiction someplace. You got some circumstances going on in your life. And you feel comfortable that somebody can stand up in front of a congregation and say, I got issues, but he loves me still. You see, and I got issues, but God loves me still. And you're glad of that because he loves me still. The same love that he has for me, I'm able to express that love for some of you all. For all of you all. <laughs> Are you with me? Now, that's the commentary. You want me to go on with it? Well, let's just keep going now. We'll go to the scripture because I want you walking out. Quit walking around like nobody loves you. Quit. Let me tell you something. If you get this today, teach your children this stuff. If you get this today, I can't be bullied. Not by words. I can't hear you, brother. Johnny, you ugly. I ain't hearing you, brother. I can't hear you. My, listen to me. My ears are dull to any negative spirit. Do you understand? My ears are dull to any negative spirit. Because, see, only God speaks... He speaks all these positive things to me. Anything outside of God speaking positive things to me, um, I, I can't hear you. You see? Who cares? Who cares what the them and the those? I'm a child of God this morning. I'm adopted into the royal family this morning. I had inherited the kingdom of God and eternal life this morning through Jesus Christ. Not through my mama. Not through my daddy who I've never seen but through Jesus Christ. A daddy I've never seen, but through Jesus Christ, I got a daddy I can feel and carry in my spirit. Does somebody know what I'm talking about? You see? See, I ain't lost nothing. People talk about that. I feel good about this. People walk around talking about that. I didn't have a good father. Well, I have a great father. You see, and a great mother through Jesus Christ. Do you understand with me? I have a relationship with him. You can have a relationship with him this morning, and you will never be alone ever again. You'll never feel like you're alone ever again. Do you understand? Okay. All right. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 to 14 from the Life Recovery Bible. All praises to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. How many blessings you got? How many blessings you got? Every. How many blessings you got? Every. And you got them through who? Your mama? No. Your daddy? No. Trump? No. I'm going to be Obama. <laughs> well, get everybody in here. See, somebody walk out all puffed up. All right? All right? You got them through who? Jesus Christ. All spiritual blessings come through Jesus Christ. And guess what? You got them. You just haven't allowed them to come up. But today, after the day, when you go home today, pray and ask God, God, show me more of what Pastor Fields is talking about. All right? Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. And even when, before we even knew him, before we knew him, God chose us. How many of you in here know that you have, by all rights, you should be dead? You know that. But God chose us and kept us. Even sometimes when we were driving too fast or we were intoxicated, we were in bad places. But he was there. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? But he was there. He protected us when we did. He loved us and protected us when we didn't even know who he was. Because he wanted us to be where? Right here at this moment in time. You ain't here by accident or incident. You're here because God chose you to be here. Every one of you sitting in these pews this morning was chose by God to be here today. He loved you enough that he saved you from some stuff because he wanted to make sure you got it right. You know, a lot of times people ask me, why do the good ones go first? And I always tell them, well, the good ones, God's got a place for them. He's given the bad ones a chance to be a good one so he can have a place for them. Are you with me? Because if you save, you, ain't, you, you understand, you can be in recovery in working in your personal life. But once you save, you're not in recovery when it comes to eternal life. You've already inherited that. All right. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. See, God, he decided to adopt us and brought him, us into himself through Jesus Christ. Say thank you, Jesus. You see, because of Jesus Christ, I'm adopted into that family. All right. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. And it gave him great pleasure to come and see about me. It gave him pleasure to do that. God gave it's his pleasure to come and see about you, no matter what your circumstance is. You see, he's a loving God. Yes. I don't so, know what scripture I'm, where I'm at. Round six. All right, thank you. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. I, you can't help but praise God. I don't understand how some of you all do it when they sang some of them songs with me. I don't know how you do this. See, I had to do this. I had to be kind of calm up here because, you know, I'm, just, I'm up here. Because sometimes they be singing some of them songs. I know all about what they're talking about. You understand? You see, they don't, we don't sing it enough in here, but we do sing it. We'll have somebody do it for us. When they sing Amazing Grace, that ain't at the funeral. You see, that, that's for somebody like me. Somebody understand what I'm talking about? Because I know about his amazing grace. His amazing grace, God so loved the world, God so loved Johnny Fields that he gave his only begotten son. And if Johnny Fields would believe in him, he would not perish, but he would have everlasting life. That's called love, folks. All right? He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. I mean, sins. he is so rich in grace. Insecure person in here. God's riches is more powerful than your sins. Whatever you've done, his love for you and what he's done for you is more powerful than what you've done. And the only thing he's asking you to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior and repent of your sins. And somebody's told you no good, you're no good, they lied to you. God loves you. I may be a no good somebody, but I'm God's no good somebody. And he loved me enough that makes me a good somebody. Do you understand? A saved somebody. I'm his son. Come on, daughters. Say I'm his daughters. All right. He has showered his kindness on us along with all wisdom and understanding. And he showered his kindness on us. You understand? And some of us know that. You couldn't be dipping us. You had to shower us. <laughs> it took a whole lot of kindness for some of us. Amen? Not all of you, but some of us know. Some of us know how dirty we was. It took a real shower. But the blood of Jesus Christ showered and the grace of God's kindness cleansed us from our sins, that's scripture. 
All right. God has now revealed to us his mysterious plan regarding Christ, a plan to fulfill his own good pleasure. Do you know why I'm here? Because of God's good pleasure. You know why you're here this morning? Because of God's good pleasure. Not because you done anything or I done anything, but we're here because of God's good pleasure. Yes, and it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. Some people say they're just hanging on. I'm never hanging on because I'm in God's good, God's good pleasure. His, he, he has a pleasure of holding us. You see, let me tell you something. Some of you all get up here with me. God loves to romance you. Let him romance you because can't nobody love you like God loves you. All right? And this Some people talk about they're looking for love. Get out the clubs. Look up. There's a man who loves you. There's a man who loves you. Jesus loves you. Jesus cares about you. Do you understand it? Allow him to romance you. He'll tell you all the sweet things. There ain't nobody you know can tell you they gave their life for you. There ain't nobody can tell you they shed their blood for you. He can because he loved you. All right? And this is the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. That explains itself, number 11. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. Wait a minute. We're united with Christ. We have received an inheritance from God. You see, some folks have to wait for somebody to die to get an inheritance. We got an inheritance already. Through Christ. Right? You want a good life, a new life? There are people who got rich lives, but they got poor life. God will give you a new life, and you won't worry about the rich life because there's no riches any more important than having a good life in Christ. All right? For he chose us in advance, and he makes everything work out according to his plan. So he makes everything work out according to his plan. You want to hear, some, you want to hear something really great today? 21 years ago, this very day, Pastor Fields went in for cancer surgery. This is 21st year of anniversary. I'm still here. Because this, 21 years ago. 21 years ago. I can't help but praise him. I can't help but thank him. You see, he called Satan a liar and said, I'm going to let you harass him with that cancer, but I'm not going to let you take him out with that cancer. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, 21 years ago today, you see, I was, I was a hurting somebody. And I woke up, I was real nervous. They had stuff all over me, major surgery then, now you can just go in and out. But it was, oh, it's okay, because he wanted you to see what the devil can't do. He wanted you to see what the devil, the devil can't take you out unless God wants you to go. Yo, he loves you, and he's going to make sure, if you're with him, that you fulfill your purpose. He will not start a work with you and not finish it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Somebody needs to hear me this morning. You need to get up off of it this morning and look up instead of looking down and ask God to show you your purpose. That's what you need to do this morning. Okay, here we go. God 
God's purpose was that we Jews who were the first to trust in Christ would bring praise and glory to God. Now listen here. This is Paul talking, and he's talking about us Jews, right? And then he goes on and says, guess what? And now you Gentiles have also heard the truth. He said, now us Gentiles, us. And now us Gentiles can get the truth. You see, here's what we're confused about. In God's eyesight, there ain't but two races of people, or two types of people, Jews and Gentiles. Don't matter what color you are, where you came from. If you ain't a Jew, you're a Gentile, right? And he thought enough of us to cover us by saying Gentiles. We covered today. I inherit the same blessings of Abraham. Do you understand what I'm saying? Jews were the chosen people. Y'all know that, right? I inherit the blessings, the same blessings of the chosen people through Jesus Christ. And so do you, if you accept that. All right. The good news that God, and now you Gentiles have also heard the truth. The good news that God saves you. And when you believe in Christ, he identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit whom he promised long ago. Say, look at somebody and say, I'm God's. I'm God's. The Bible says he identifies us as his own. Doesn't it say that? You God's property. Nobody own you. You God's property. Huh? Ain't that something? That's good stuff. I don't, some of you don't get it. You God's property. You belong to God. Get your head up. Walk up straight. Act like you'd inherit the blessings of God. Because you're his property. Nobody owns me. I'm proud to be an American. Right? but I'm more proud to be a child of God in America. Do you understand it? And if I'd go to Russia, I'd be a child of God in Russia. Do you understand what I'm saying? Is anybody getting where I'm trying to get you to go? Who do you belong to? Whose property are you? Well, some of you couldn't let other people own you. All right. I'm getting ready to quit because it's getting ugly. All right. <laughs> The Spirit is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance he promised. The Spirit is God's guarantee. This is a guarantee thing. Can't nobody guarantee you this but God. This is a guarantee you that what God promised you, you can receive it. All right? That he will give you the inheritance he promised and that he has purchased us to be his own people. Whatever he's promised. Abraham. Isaac. Jacob, the Jewish people, I inherited it. You see? I inherit the riches. You inherit the riches of God. You just got to believe it. Any poor people in here? I want you to leave the building. <laughs> we rich people in here. We have a great inheritance in here. Who do you belong to? Are you special? Who's the apple of your eye? And you're the apple of whose eye? <laughs> All right. He did this so we would praise and glorify him. He done this so we can praise and glorify him. Say, thank the Lord this morning. I'm grateful this morning. As Sister Lynn's coming this way, thank God for, for blessing you this morning to be above what anybody thinks of you this morning. Now, let me tell you all something. Y'all want to know how blessed I am? I think a whole lot of myself, and he thinks more. 
And that's the blessing that he's got for us. Give Pastor a hand clap. Now give God a hand clap. With so many people out of town this uh, next holiday coming up, we're not going to have our barbecue this, this year. Too many people gone, all right? And then, so everybody said, oh, we didn't call somebody up and invite them over for barbecue. Amen, Pastor. <laughs> 